The relationship between police and low-income communities of color has been strained for a long time, and Cleveland is no exception. When a Cleveland cop shot and killed 12-year-old Tamir Rice in 2014, it led to accusations that police see and treat black people differently than they do whites, and far too often with violence. The federal government is now requiring the city's police department to track how and when it uses force and to make more of an effort to build community trust. Cops are under scrutiny. In Cleveland, they're still walking their beats, patrolling the city's neighborhoods, but now they've got new company. Are you here for the walk? Oh, you're in the right place. Yeah. We're walking with a cop today. On this episode of Watershed, an urban hike, led not by naturalists or Boy Scouts or teachers, but by uniformed cops. My name is Betty Ewing, and I live here in the 4th District area, Mount Pleasant. Been a resident for almost 39 years. I worked as a community, community activist uh, with concerned citizens, but I will come to activities to give my support. And, and what are you hoping for from today's walk? Uh, just to see uh, the people that comes out and how much they can support the 4th District also. I'm Derek Spates. I grew up on 103rd, well, off of 103rd and Union, so I grew up in this neighborhood. As far as the relationship with the police, I always had a respect and an understanding for the police, but I have quite a few police officers in my family, so I always had a very clear understanding of their role in the community um, and my role in the community. I think the relationship between the two right now is good, but I think it could be better. And what, what do you think could be improved? Ooh. Do you have that kind of time? No, I'm joking. <laughs> captain Keith Salzer. I'm the captain in community policing and I'm the liaison to the Cleveland Police Foundation. Uh, today we're walking with a cop. It's about ex education and uh, exercise. Get people out, walk, uh, show that the community is walkable because Clevelanders don't walk much. Obviously, we're hoping that, you know, uh, the police officers form a relationship with these people and, you know, uh, this is the start of a conversation and the conversation starts uh, a lot of good things. Hey folks, can you have to ride a little bit, get a little closer? Hey, we're going to walk, we're going to walk up to Parkview. We start walking, and a car full of people slows down to talk to us. Absolutely. They want to know if something's wrong. The sight of cops walking with a crowd of people 
In this neighborhood, that still usually means trouble. Just going in there and park on this street. Yes, ma'am. We're walking with a cop today. Right. With a cop. Walk with a cop. With cops. And right over here, Snack, you're in a different neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> the house looks very well kept. Yeah. No, and, yeah well, that, and that's a new house. You yeah, know, that's a new a, house. The great thing. There's enough field here to yeah. put houses in. There's a couple houses here. Someone has taken it upon themselves to cut, cut the, the grass, cut and the grass. they maybe took ownership of that lot. Of that building. Yeah. Wow. The inside might need some touch-ups, but I mean, I'm sure we can do something with it, opposed to leaving it just dormant. I don't know, that's, that's where my brain goes. Every time I see one of these buildings, I'm like, look at this one. It's a good one. Why aren't we doing something with it? <laughs> Apartments or lots or something. Today's walk also has a destination, a planned memorial on some empty lots for Officer Derek Owens. He was shot and killed in the line of duty in 2008. As we stand in front of the lots on Parkview Avenue, we see their frames by houses in all states of repair and disrepair. One has had its wood siding stripped, so it's just a skeleton of slats and torn insulation. Another has a neatly mowed front yard with some flowers out front. All right, folks. This is actually the reason why we came this path, was this spot right here. Um, Officer Derek Owens came out of the academy class in 1999. Derek was just a phenomenal family man. Uh, you know, knowing him and meeting him, you knew the guy had, he had, he had it all going on. Uh, intelligent, well-spoken, great family, uh, raised by teachers. So you know he's gonna have a giving attitude at that point. He was working night night, uh, February 29th, 2008. He was at 102nd and uh, in Parkview. There was four, four guys on the corner on the porch drinking. Officer Owens and his partner got out of the car to investigate. One of the guys on the porch started running and Owens chased him. The guy pulled out a gun and opened fire. One of the bullets hit Owens below his bulletproof vest and he died the next day age 36. He left behind a wife and two kids. Put a big hole in the whole Fort District and, and with the guys that came out with him, uh, he was just one of those shining lights that you didn't want to lose. Uh, we'd like to build a, a little pocket park here, but our hope is the Cleveland Police Foundation will buy these three lots. Uh, we will then build a, a park here, uh, which the street sorely needs. As you can see, walking as far as we did, there was nothing for kids to play on. There was no reason to walk this street. Uh, we want uh, a place where officers will come by and, and kind of reflect on what's going on and maybe have a little bit of time to take a lunch or whatever. Uh, my hope is we bring kids from the school here and read a book to them um, and talk about Derek and about police officers. I think that's what we need in, the, in this community, to tell people and tell kids what police officers do and that we really do care. And there's nothing better than a place like this for us to do that. Officer Owen's parents are here too. 
His father, Wayne Owens, is the first to speak. We're just honored as a family uh, to think that uh, the community would want to honor Derek in this way. And, uh, and so we're, we are, we're, as I said, we're tremendously honored. Um, I, I will say this, uh, when I first heard the concept, I didn't know where it was going to be. And I had some trepidations about where it was going to be. Uh, but my wife and Erica, Derek's wife, uh, they thought this is where it should be. So that's why, uh, you know, it's, it's somewhat sorrowful, but it's also uh, a joy, you know, for us uh, to have it here, to be honored here. And then comes Officer Owen's mother, Barbara. And because there's no way to take back what happened nine years ago here, but to take something bad and turn it into something good. That's how we can get through. He's, he's ours, but he's also yours. And this tells us that, that he's yours. And you'll never know what it means to us to know that this is going to be, and it's going to be a place where children can come and families can come. And the bottom line is, it's honoring Derek. Yes. I didn't know a better time for those bells would be ringing, but I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> starting point, everybody gathers to take a group photo and talk about what we've seen. I feel much more connected with these walks to not only, you know, every, everyone that's here, but the community as well. Oh, I get out of it is the gap in the bridge between cops and civilians, get to know them more, get their stories, interact with one another. So. That's why I get out of it, the bridge and the gap. Because yeah. it's a big gap between us and law enforcement right now. I just really love the uh, educative portion of it. Just learning, I learned so much about not just uh, the Owens family and uh, also community policing. I took a lot just from today. I appreciate you guys being here, taking the time out of your day to walk with us, but get, taking the time to know who we are I think you learned a little bit, uh, not only about police, but our personalities, and, and we're just like you. All right, there it is. All right, picture time. Picture time. Go right down the steps here. The walk, the memorial, they add up to something. A reminder of the police's troubled past, but also a step toward a future that everyone hopes is different. A step taken together, police and community members walking side by side on a cloudy summer day. For Watershed, I'm Justin Glanville.
Watershed is produced by Sidewalk, telling the story of people and place. And it's made possible by a grant from the St. Luke's Foundation. Sound design and recording is by Angie Hayes. Our editor is William Bostwick, and our story consultant is Don Arrington. Our theme music is by DJ Doc Harrell and the kids at Refresh Collective, with additional music this episode by Komi Koo. Check out photos and written versions of our stories online at OurSidewalk.com. That's O-U-R-Sidewalk.com. You can stay up to date on new stories by following Sidewalk on Facebook. Send us email, make comments, review us on iTunes. We basically love to hear from listeners. Until next time. <laughs>